So if you're like me, and you are uh, almost always online, you've definitely come across some good YouTubers. I've talked about a few before. A guy named Jacob Geller, very good video essay guy, talks about video games and art, history, all that kind of good stuff. Uh... But you guys got any good recs for other for other, other good YouTubers? I got one. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, I, we should all say before before we get into this, at the time of this recording, they have not done anything <laughs> weird or illegal yet. Continue. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Just got to put that out there. Yet. Just got to put that out there. <laughs> um, mine is, I think, Jake, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this guy. Uh, many kudos. Oh, yep, yep. Been yep, loving his kudos. stuff. He talks about, like, controversies in certain fandoms, like yep. Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic and Gathering. It's very good. Very good stuff. Really funny. Really funny guy. Yep. Nice. Yeah, he did. Uh, he actually did one recently on Barbie uh, that was really good because the Barbie movie just came out. So he, they're, they're topical most times. But, yeah, he, he talks about stuff that, like, even, even like, the Magic the Gathering stuff, I've been into. I've been into a lot of things that he's talked about, and there's some that I'd never even heard of. So many kudos. Excellent guy. Also, very funny uh, New Zealand accent, so mm. go listen to him if you like that. <laughs> there you go. Couldn't recommend enough. Yeah, very awesome. Uh, I personally, and I know Jake watches this as well, but uh, anything from Watcher Entertainment, um, mm-hmm. namely Puppet History, is honestly one Woo. of the most interesting things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's basically the whole show is centered around, because actually I found this earlier, I think when they were used to work for BuzzFeed, um that they did like a weird kind of like a table and Shane which is like one of the main hosts would go about topic of history and they would kind of like joke about it and stuff but go along um, the path and then it kind of I may have developed into puppet history but the fact is it's like a little blue Elmo looking creature that has its like own personality and stuff voiced Mm -hmm. by Shane Ryan Bargara is like one of the uh, main hosts that's always in every episode that he always kind of gets shit on and stuff (laughs) like that but it's and then they always have guests and they kind of do like trivia throughout they're like but like they'll go through like different topics like you got the black death you got mm. the dancing plague the yep. the possessions of um god it was like a nunnery in the 1700s i think yeah yeah and stuff like that and it, believe me like everything's like really put together and very knowledgeable nice uh but I'll, I'll 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 recommend one it if it one to, one one of the uh, topics to get you started was the first Olympics. Uh, they did <laughs> one on that, and that one, it's you couldn't even imagine the shit that happened during the first Olympics. <laughs> you couldn't it, even it, imagine. I, I don't even think it was the first Olympics. I think it was just like the most ill-conceived Olympics. Like, they planned it in the hottest right, part of yeah. the U.S. It was like... Oh, yeah, for, sorry. One of the first Olympics in the United States, I should uh, say. not Because yeah, those, those go way back to Greece. But it was like, something like that. But, yeah, yeah. Like it, it involved, like, so many trials. Like, these people had no idea what the race was. So, like, when they were actually doing the marathon, people were just like, uh, we... It's so dusty that the clouds are... Dust clouds are coming up, so they couldn't see where the hell they're going. So they're, like, yeah. veering off the path. <laughs> Yeah, people are. We dying thought everybody would love to run a marathon in New Mexico <laughs> in the middle of summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, but like, but yeah, like honestly, I like the uh, the Donner Party one's really good too. Oh yeah, God yeah. <laughs> like, but like they go into like all these topics and they'll just go like completely batch it and like it sounds innocent at first, which it kind of is, but at the same time, like it's 
I would, I would say there is adult humor in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It, it, it is definitely not made for children. Even though it is hosted by a puppet, we need to be very clear. <laughs> hosted by a puppet does yes. not mean for children. Yes, but. yes. Uh, <laughs> so as a newly birthed uh, PC bro, you would think I'd recommend like Linus Tech Tips or Gamers Nexus, right. you know, right. to list a few. But I'm going to go out of left field and I'm going to recommend Good Work. Uh, which is mostly videos by Dan Toomey. Oh my gosh, that man is hilarious. He answers okay. questions that you never had, such as, what does an investment banker do? And he does it <laughs> okay. in the most, like, he's, his comedy is, like, straight-laced. But there's okay. no, there's no, like, there's no funny man, so it's just straight-laced. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) it just works. It works. He did did one on what do consultants do, and that was amazing. (gasps) Yes. Oh, that one was so good. Check him out. Those people who are wondering what the dog doing. Yeah, he was. He was originally with uh, Morning Brew, and he just he kind of recently started Good Work as like a a side project within Morning Brew. And yeah, Yeah. it's, it's amazing stuff. Yeah, he, he says, uh, back with Morning Brew, he did some really good interviews. God, they're funny. Mm. I remember Morning Brew. I remember, uh, uh, I don't think I subscribed to it. I think you did, Tim, and I think you you would tell me stuff about it. Mm-hmm. So I got my I got my Morning Tim, not my Morning Brew. But, <laughs> morning Brew is fantastic. Uh, but no, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, Should I, like, leave my link in the description of this episode so I can get more subs, so I can get free gear? Like, <laughs> <laughs> being a shill, Tim. You uh, just have to say, the link is in the show notes. <laughs> the link is in the show notes. In the show notes. I'm, hashtag, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. Hashtag not sponsored, but hashtag will get free stuff. <laughs> I'm so willing to sell out. Just let me. Uh, so willing to sell out for Tim to get another free thing. I about to yeah, say, exactly. the last free thing I got were um, a pair of joggers. They're my favorite joggers. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, he's only, he, he can only go up. I can only go up. <laughs> and if I get 1,000 referrals, I get a work-from-home makeover. So, <laughs> oh my I, God. Think, I think this we is... have, like, what, 60,000 listeners, so I'll get that in no time. <laughs> I, you might be in an MLM. I'm just going to say this right now. <laughs> And I'm then you for Tim to start share saying, your yeah. link, <laughs> and then just buy six six uh, six cases of, my, of this product, and then you just have to sell it. It's just it's right. easy. Have, it's that easy, <laughs> guys. I don't. I have had like two or three friends at one point in their lives come up to me and describe what they do, and I'm just like. That actually sounds either illegal or a very lucrative scam on you. <laughs> Just waiting for Tim to show up and say, "Here's these knives that uh, they will cut through anything." You should. Really oh my buy god, those! Those, <laughs> those are all over college campuses. I remember like flyers and like business cards for that. Is there Just a terrible? Goes. Is there a knife MLM? There should. There be. have been. Yeah. Yeah. There. Cuck- there. there no. There have Cuck-o. been. Yeah. Wait. What? Cuck-o. That, Cuck-o that's knives. That, that sounds like a SNL skit level it, of like it name, does, but it existed. Uh, no, yeah, of course it there did. was there was the whole thing of like selling knife blocks, and you're like, "Oh, you should buy these knives and stuff." And it was the They'll whole cut thing through of tomato squash knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can already get the sales pitch right there. Anywho, uh, my it's a uh, it's NFL season, it's football season, so 
I, ah, yes. I go into my cycle of consuming a normal amount of football content to now consuming as, enough for three people. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm, go- I'm sucking in fantasy football, national football, uh, people making fun of TV football commentary, local football, yep, yep. Ravens. Um, so Rampant sports betting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I try to I try to not do a ton of sports betting, but it's very very fun. Um, I, I usually take, I take my free bets. Last year, I mean, last year I made I I did one bet and I won eleven thousand dollars, so that was incredible. Uh, no success. Yep. Watching no you success that night then. was an experience. I, I know, just like the, <laughs> that was that was so funny. That entire night, Kelly was just like, I I, I just want a bunch of money. Yeah, it was I, it was the luckiest <laughs> bullshit ever. It was awesome. Yeah, he was he was walking around. He was walking around with the baby in his arm and his phone, just like yeah. It was, <laughs> what a crazy day! I turned a fifty dollars free bet into eleven grand. So it was pretty amazing. Man, uh, this um, is not condoning betting. This is condoning no. getting lucky it every once in a while. Happen to you? <laughs> Definitely will not happen to you. Definitely will not. No, <laughs> Kelly is a very blessed man. You've seen it here first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anywho, I have to. So, of picking my my uh, YouTube content for this, yeah, I'm going to go with Nate Tice and Robert Mays on the Athletic Football Podcast because they are ah, just okay. such good vibes. I love Robert Mays mm. and Nate. They uh, they just bring such a joy to football. There's no uh, they, they don't <laughs> bicker, they don't bicker. It's not, it's not like a, a debate show. They're both total nerds. Um, they're film gurus, but they're all, they also dig into the data. And uh, you can just tell that they record their whole podcast with just a giant smile on their face. And, and, Nate, Tice has, and Nate Tice is kind of one of those guys that has like an infectious smile. Um, oh, so yeah. Yep, yep. I, 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 love, I love those guys. They're awesome. And uh, <laughs> their, their, their content is always wholesome. And uh, yeah. Very cool. No, Jake also has an infectious smile. Makes me sick. Uh, uh, but it's the mustache. That's, that's what it really is. <laughs> uh, speaking of Jake, uh, my YouTube uh, channel recommendation is someone named Jake. Uh, if you look up Naked Jakey, um, spelled exactly how you think, uh, he does really, really funny talks on a lot of things. Uh, his iconic thing is that he sits on a big medicine ball in front of a green screen and he he'll just like talk while he's just like talking about stuff but like uh like while during that he'll be like superimposed into like whatever clip he's showing or something like that and he's fucking funny. funny he's so fucking funny um but he did he did a few really good videos recently that like totally resonated uh he did one on crappy technology uh, it just like how like tech is just kind of shit right now. Like there's nothing new. It's just everything is replicating each other with like more outdated te- like hardware. Um, he also did something in the age of broken video games, um, and it talked about like how every game now we're kind of desensitized to the fact that every game that you buy for sixty seventy dollars is gonna have a crucial necessary update like a month after it comes out, and it's yeah. not fair. <laughs> It's straight up not fair to us. <laughs> um, so, really, really good, really funny. Um, he, uh, uh, very, very good talker, um, and just the 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 his editing style is very funny too. He's just a very, very lighthearted, yes. lighthearted guy. Um, so go watch his stuff. He's 
definitely uh, one of the people that I rung the bell on for on YouTube, so I can know when he posts mm. videos. Uh, don't do that often. You rung the bell. Don't don't do that often. So you rung that bell and smashed that like button. Rang that bell, smashed that motherfucking like button, but I bleeped it right there. I bleeped it in in the actual episode. Uh, <laughs> Shit! It, and when this episode releases, it will not be bleeped, and that's going to be way funnier later. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to get into a recommendation of Elkwood Not Dying. Elk, do you want to explain what happened last time? I did what I could. <laughs> I did. I did the very best. I, I took inspiration from Benson. I was like, "I'm going to be a hero," and then I was like, "Oh no, I fucked up." <laughs> yeah, all I those honestly, times Benson just goes deep into enemy territory, no support, no backup. All the times he's done that, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I should be able to do this." And I was like, "Oh wait, my AC is in like 35. Oh, this is bad." But no, I went up there, thought I had a nice plan. I was like, oh, I'll sit up on the crow's nest and just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. take people out yeah, yeah. one by one. Like, whatever, I got the high ground. Then this bitch, I mean, this <laughs> this, mm, mm. this massive creature this. was like, looked at me and was like, hey, I got you. And they teleported up behind <laughs> me. Oh, frick. He was like, it's nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally did that. I was like... Oh shit! I didn't know you could tell him. <laughs> so, so yeah. And then he hit me once and did forty-four damage. I was like, "Ow, owie!" The slavery <laughs> demons playing with a game shark. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I failed my knowledge check on it, but I was like, eh, "I didn't even." What are the chances? Yeah, I didn't even. Know, oh, you know what? I I allowed you to make an underworld check, and that was the reason why. Actually, was because these guys are called slaver demons. Slavery yeah, is part of the underworld sense. criminal organization. Uh, that's why I was allowing it because um, I felt it was appropriate. But the de- the dice roll but, didn't help you. Otherwise, I love how but, they're already full ass demons, but they just got attacked the slavery part on just to be that much more evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that makes kind of sense because if anything that elf dealt with with the underworld, it wasn't slavery. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it was he, more mercantile. He didn't stuff. He didn't do that stuff. He he might have hunted. Yeah, like, he might have hunted down like you know informants or something like that or whistleblowers. Informants, dissidents, you yeah, know, and stuff yeah, like that. But but, but he orphans. Yeah, but he and his boss, that like and his like organization never dealt with that. And in fact, it was it, so. This was like he was like, oh, I have no idea what this thing mm-hmm. is. Yep. So. Yeah, he's um, uh, a bit scared. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine. Yeah, um, it's like oh crap. Well, I want to take you guys into a little bit of a flashback, actually. Mm-hmm. So, Timmy, if you could, the music. If you could get the dude. Give me some some nighttime peaceful music. You know what I'm saying? Do oh, the time boy. warp music. Time warp music. Nighttime peaceful. This is tabletop audio. There is no peace, only war. <laughs> tabletop audio for all of your for all war, of your war music. music needs. <laughs> There's no such thing as peace. Uh, the guy, I, I think the guy's name is Tim. Actually, I, I think I think the guy that makes this is yes. Tim. Uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. he's just like, why would I make that? D and D is all about combat. Nah, I'm yeah. just kidding. No. He, had, yes. of course, he has peaceful night music. Of course, of course, he does. What is it like? Tavern. Ah, uh, just got a light wind going. Yeah. There we go. Get a little there hoot from an owl. There we go. Oh. All right. 
Uh, tell me when you're ready, Tim. The late night air is cooling the stones that make up Citadel Old Terrain, a.k.a. Castle Kezer. Uh, Castle is spelled with a K, by the way, just so everyone's clear. Uh, We see up in the battlements above where Elkwood has made his home, a humble loft. So he took one of the little, like, crenellated towers that was up there, you know, made a nice little, like, sitting area. Not only, uh, well, it's a strategic placement. Not only can he see every corner of the castle from this vantage point, but he also has an unimpeded view of the night sky. He stands on the edge of the crenellated wall, with his face up and eyes agape. The stars, galaxies, and the blanket of the heavens has been mystifying for him lately. The infinite silence and calm of the space between the stars puts him in a trance. Even the distasteful and grotesque noises of Vermeer enjoying his late late night snack doesn't stir or agitate the half-elf. But just as the stillness begins to wash over him, his trance is shattered by the familiar sound of magic. Fwomp! He quickly turns his face toward his tiny room atop the battlements. Every candle within was snuffed out immediately. A great presence is upon him. Someone of immense power and purpose has filled his room. Normal men would have run from this feeling. Great men would have armed themselves. Elkwood does neither. There was no instinct to step away, or a flinch for the blade at his side. He remains completely still. A voice rumbles out from within. Elkwood Grimm. The sheer power of these words makes the loose stones tremble on the battlement's path. Outgeising at the stars, are we? The figure steps forward, revealing a stout hobgoblin, and an extravagant tunic pinned with numerous talismans and emblems. Five magical wands lay across his chest in a bandolier, made made usually for firearms. A golden chalice filled with wine hangs and sways from his hip, yet never spills. This hobgoblin is played by Jack Nicholson. Oh. Yeah. That, that works. As he should be. As he should be. You're making quite a name for yourself, my son. Are you enjoying your time away? Something like that. Wasn't my full intention to be a hero, but... Stranger times have come upon. <laughs> a hero. <laughs> so these gates you know control what exactly do you plan to do with them that I'm unsure as of yet I will say it's all mystifying and a bit much there seems to be trouble upon every single one of them but we've Determine certain locations, uh, but and he just kind of clambers for a bit, and like calm, almost it was like a reaction that he just entered back into service, and he just kind of freezes. But I don't think I'll be doing much with any of it. It's a bit too much for me. Well, the keys are in your hand and yours to hold. However. Was your employer and your friend? And the words seemed to drizzle from his lips like a poison mist. When will I have access to these gates? My curiosity is beginning to chip away at my patience. I took my time inspecting the gates, 
Well, the wormling duo and the bumble rashes had their back turned. And he kind of freezes, like, mentally. He's immediately thinking, like, oh, this suddenly got very bad. Um, that is undetermined, currently. We are still trying to figure things out here. And he's just trying to come up with anything that he can kind of place ahead of more like either a lie, but ultimately he doesn't fully understand the gates. So he there is some mix of truth within it. Yeah. But, but I'm shocked that you haven't determined it yourself. If you've gotten a look at it, you're fully capable after all. I might have a great mind myself, Elkwood, but even then there are things that escape my knowledge. So what exactly do you want? Oh, it seems now you have no problem taking responsibility, making your own choices, while also taking business away from me. Why exactly did you kill my bloody blades? I'll have you know I put my sister in charge for them for a reason. That... I was unaware that was... Sister, um... They attacked us first, and simply we were defending ourselves. Well, she's not working for me, and perhaps she'll work for you. Give her purpose, since you seem to, since you and your friends took hers away. And a hobgoblin that you once defeated by the name of Demiri Yotasha. I was about to say, is this that? Rapier Hobgoblin? The former leader of the small yep. bandit troop, the Bloody Blades, steps out from yeah. behind, from the darkness behind her brother. She hangs her head low in shame. Never thought I'd have to break my own sister out of a prison transport carriage. And he sort of like nudges her with, it, with, his, with his massive elbow. It was easy enough. A few corpses are worth a classic family reunion, isn't it? <sighs> Yeah, something of the sort like that. <laughs> he just... But now, like, before, his attitude would have been kind of on the same level, but now it's kind of dragging him a bit. But, well, what would you have me do with her? <laughs> I mean, she can't be walking around. I'll let you two get reacquainted. I'll see a blossoming business opportunity here when you find out what's going on behind this second gate act. I want to know as well. Until next time. You two get along, eh? And Mr. Grimm draws his second wand from his bandolier and teleports away. Whoop. You tell me this man has a pimp chalice and several wands of teleport? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, certain players will know what class he is, actually, but... <laughs> Yeah. I, I know. Oh I my think god! I All right, what, what well. are you thinking? What are you thinking? I don't think it's a wizard. No. Can I give my guess? Yeah, yeah. Go and give yeah. your guess. It's a thaumaturge. Kel, what's your guess? Maybe a thaumaturge. Okay, you think a thaumaturge too? Um, it has to be. has to be a thaumaturge with a specialization in like wands. With the mm. You know what? I'll, I'll just be different, and I'll go. I think he's a summoner. 
No, that's not a bad one, man. Uh, mm. He is a thaumaturg, yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's a very <laughs> child's like you know what? I'll be different. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're wrong. What what exactly is a thaumaturg again? <laughs> uh, thaumaturg is sort of like a magic item collector, and oh, they're they're extremely resourceful. That's their thing. Um, they they know all about like esoteric items and magic and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. they're 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 one of the coolest classes out there. So so they're a dumb they're wizard. So... <laughs> no, they're they just like think a, they're reading they're books. They're fairly there. smart. They're more like a fighter that's obsessed with magic items. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, um, and can get more uses I think out of a lot of items too. Like so. Oh, that's hugely valuable. Yeah, they're like multiple so, activations for an item, which is pretty yeah, sweet. and then they get specialized web. Like I, I researched into it a bit, and some of them are really kind of fun. In <laughs> yeah. my opinion, it's the best class that uh, Paizo has ever designed. I yeah, it's it's w- it's one of the most unique ones too. It's one of the most unique mm-hmm. ones. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost as good as first edition Ranger. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after yes. uh, after this, uh, Demiri is just sort of. Standing there. Everyone else is asleep right. downstairs. You know this. Yes. So you're supposed to follow my words here. Suppose. I know he's got eyes and ears all over this place. Yes, I'm aware of that. So tell me, what have you known? Well, actually, since you were just one to broken out of prison, I guess we could say... It'd be good and be resourceful if you could keep an eye out on the perimeter. I'm, I'm going to stay clear, your friends, just to be completely honest. That makes perfect sense, to be honest. You and your friends handcuff the corpses of my, of my compatriots. They do that. <laughs> I forgot we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you attached the corpses of her of her compatriots to her as you dragged I her think back. There was, <laughs> wasn't there did not two do that, that escaped? <laughs> do what? Uh, I thought there was two that escaped. I right? think one like, that ran. I, I'd, I'd have to listen back, but yeah, I think so. But uh, yeah, the, I know yeah. I know two of them died, and you guys handcuffed their bodies to her while she walked her back. I'm fairly confident Benson had no hand in that action. <laughs> I'm almost certain too, but <laughs> no. But oh, he's just kind of talks. He's well. There's not much else you can really do here besides keeping a healthy perimeter around and inform me of anything moving on the outside. If we can keep him happy, that would be the best course of action. She sort of looks up. She's got, like, bags under her eyes. She clearly has not slept very well. She's just like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall asleep here if you don't mind. Out in the woods. <laughs> Right. I'll make sure no harm comes to you. Just, it's safer if you're out there than in here. I don't know what I could do to prevent Benson from, well, being zeal. <laughs> Bensoning you. <laughs> Bensoning you. Don't, Bensoning. <laughs> don't get Bensoned. We have a Benson. <laughs> and also, if you could, actually. Because uh, this was right... I know we discussed this right before. I just completely forgot. Yeah, when so did this, the, exactly this would be one of the nights after Adelar had passed. Yes. So, and there was like a, a two week turnover, um, or close to that, in between. Could do me a favor as well and look up the name Grimshaw. I would like to have more information on him. 
All right. I'll... But stay healthy distance. He's just as mad as the other one. <laughs> now there are two of them. <laughs> now there are two of them. <laughs> but yes. She gives you a nod and then jumps off the top of the battlement and says, she's also a ranger and can just drop. <laughs> I thought yep. she was a fighter. <laughs> no, no, she, yeah, she was a ranger. Hmm. Yeah, no, she, she is was a ranger. ranger. She is a ranger, yeah. Yeah, uh, she just took um, two hand, uh, two weapon fighting. That's right, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, so yeah, she drops off from the top of the battlements in complete silence, and then we fade out yeah, from that well, like, I was, sorry, oh. I was just, and, like, kind of, like, after that whole ordeal, after she leaves, he just kind of sighs heavily, just, kind of, like, a shudder, kind of rolling through as he kind of, had like, embraced that old life immediately mm-hmm. back into himself again, and just kind of just continues staring back up at the stars, just trying to push it out. And we see the bead of sweat sort of drip down Elkwood's forehead onto his brow, and we fade out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And we are back on the Genie's Smile, the ship that you guys have uh, begun your assault on. Um, and Elkwood, it is your turn. Uh, well, boy. Uh, Stay put. Uh, I hold. I wait for Benson to come up here and save me. How long should it take me to climb that fucking ladder? <laughs> Just throw down all your weapons and be like, Benson will get you. <laughs> Vertical movement with the upper torso, that's what somebody in full plate wants to do. <laughs> It'll be a full at full move action for you to get to the damn crow's nest. Right. <laughs> how, how tall is the crow's nest? Yeah, how tall is it actually? Uh, I, I want to say they're, what, 20, 25 feet or something like that. It all depends on right. the ship size, too. But, yeah. Uh, gotcha. It would be a lot. Gotcha. Um, Uh, So actually in this moment, like this creature is staring down. He is gouged out his side partially. He is not doing, he's doing, I mean, this was the first time he's been hit today. Uh So he's, he's not terrible, but 44 points of damage is 44 points of damage. Yep. And he isn't uh, a paladin or uh, a champion. So (laughs) this was like, Wow, like he reaches and like holds the blood like to his hands and sees it and like looks up at it and like there is fear in his eyes but kind of as like the most recent interaction that he had with his boss and he sees this creature and it, another fear kind of flickers in as he envisions his trainer um, the one orc named as Garrick like lifting up his two handed axe and he subconsciously kind of takes in an ability that wasn't revealed until now as he unlocks his elven instincts and kind of like in training he was known to more dance around opponents and like if anything use acrobatics to get away so by using elf step this gives him as one action he can step twice so Whoa. he, so he, that is his level nine ancestry feat. <laughs> so it kind of like as a blur, he kind of like flips back, and then flips back again, stepping, and he is currently on the 
uh, what the hell is this thing called? The, um, the uh, mast. Uh, yeah, so the, there's the mast, and then there's, like, the crossbeam that, like, holds the sail up. So, yeah, so you are, you are currently dancing on top of the, uh, the yeah. sail. And I'll, and I'll roll an acrobatics just to make sure... Because uh, I, yep, I think so, I have to save to be on this thing. Uh, you know, I had the DC. It's extremely easy. So, <laughs> Elk would famously oh. bad at this. Yeah, I know. Uh, twenty-seven. Uh, twenty-seven. Yep, that's a critical success. So you're okay. more than fine. <laughs> okay. So what he's going to do as one action was to step away twice, mm. and now he's going to look at this demon and kind of like in a weird show of needing to fight. He is going to quick draw the eclipse and quickly chuck it at it nice. as a second action. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. As because well, obviously the bow is way too close. Yep. yep. Um, that is. Ooh. Okay. That, that's good. That's a fifteen on the die. So that is a forty. Fifty-eight. <laughs> no, a fifteen on the die is a thirty-three. To hit. Thirty-three. That is a hit. Sweet. So that is the eclipse, which is okay. Light magical, whatever. Uh, give me that damage because I don't feel like rolling d fours. <laughs> so many d fours. I hate rolling d4s. They always fail. Uh, that is 17 points of damage. Uh, as you strike him in the cheek, as he as you throw in, it strikes him in the cheek. He like recoils and he's like, "Your soul will be mine." Uh, as you think that did a little bit more damage because so, it's cold iron. Oh, oh that's right. Oh. oh, he's a demon. That's right. And with that, <laughs> he then. Hoping he's safe from any, God forbid, uh, attacks of opportunity, um, runs off the rest of the mast and jumps down to the pier. All right. Uh, all right. So you're going to jump down to the pier. Or you're going to jump into the water. Uh, the pier. How far is it down? Uh, I would say it's. Uh, I'll say it's thirty-five feet. I don't take damage. Oh, okay. You don't take damage then. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm a master in acrobatics. Oh, yeah. That's right. So you just... I got cat You do a wicked gainer off and just totally <laughs> stick the landing bra. Now, you see, Alquid at this moment needs a cloak so he can do the Batman fall, where he, like, he, like throws the cloak out and, like, slowly descends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or he no, just like, fully embraces it, face plants onto the deck, but just stands think... up and it's totally fine. <laughs> Teeth are missing. I didn't take damage. Uh, but uh, so, so his final action is that he runs off and jumps onto the pier. Uh, that was totally badass. The you, do it, you did a cool step, a throw, hitting him, and then he mm. jumped off. I imagine yeah. if I could, I imagine you jump down, roll, and then put your hand up and catch the star knife as it comes back to you. Yeah. Yes, I envisioned that. <laughs> that, that works much better. Uh, I will go ahead and give you a hero point for that because that was fucking Woo. cool. I so now have one hero point. <laughs> uh, I didn't tell you this, but because it's, it's a new chapter, you guys do get another one. So, so I didn't use two. my one from last chapter. Oh, there we go. So, uh, <laughs> so I get two. <coughs> All right, uh, that was the end of Elkwood's turn. So it now comes to uh, the Calavacus or Slaver Demon. He uh, screams out, uh, screaming his reaction. Blah blah blah. Uh, he screams out and and orders the mercenary sailors to finish the job. 
so they are now getting into initiative. Um, so the mercenary sailor that's on the south, so she is like directly on, directly to the north of the ramp going up into the ship. Uh, so she is going to run down at you, Benson. And she's going to go up and try to encounter you. Oh, wait. No, she's not. Why not? Uh, very specific reason. But she is going to pick up her... She's going to take out her scimitar. And she is going to ready an action for when you come up. <laughs> Just Cowards. Use... <laughs> Just use Sunblade, John. <laughs> <laughs> what, and do three damage? <laughs> Uh, Alright, so that is her turn. She, she's she got a... Oh, just a mundane scimitar, actually. It doesn't look... Doesn't, she's just a merc. Um, <laughs> they look different, though. Like, is there um, like a bigger picture of them? Oh, yeah. Let me let me pull it out. Oh, yeah. I'll pull the... Uh... Okay. There you they go. Like cool. pirate. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Cool. I mean, they look like pirates. They have, like, leather tunics and the classic pirate boots. I got a sweet-looking scimitar, and they have a tricorn, tricorn hat, yeah. Uh, and the cape. And the cape. Yeah. I don't know if you can see, but there is a uh, there is a golden earring in one of her ears. So nice. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, fun fact. Do you know why pirates had golden earrings? In case they needed to barter for their life. So I I believe that's part of it. But apparently, one of the reasons why they they would have those. I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to us, but I heard somewhere that uh they did that so that way um. Uh, when, when, wherever they died, that uh, they, that there was money for for like a funeral, or for like a funeral, or like a burial, or something like that. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, they, 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 it was uh, it was so that way they had wealth with them at all times. That's so cool. if you got a piece so of gold, was in not in fact for the drip. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing your wealth is drip. I get. I don't know. Whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. After the merc readies her action with her scimitar, Kezra, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Kisra needs to get some of these people out of the way, so he is going to just do an electric arc to try to chip these dudes down. So it'll be on the boar and on the sneak that we've been pursuing. Uh, Yeah, the sneak that realized all of her terrible life choices. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I I still have have her uh, rapier in my hand. I know. <laughs> um, so All right. go, go ahead and roll reflex save for the two of them. All right, I will roll hers first, and she did so well the previous times. Um, oh, she is no longer fluffed in prone, so let's take those off. Uh, okay. All right, so reflex save from her. Is uh, it 26? Uh, that is a fail. That is a fail? Yes. Uh, and then yes, the boar... Yes. Uh, with a, do they have the, they have the same reflex save? That's funny. A natural one on the blood boar. Oh, oh, sweet. Let's oh. just kill this thing. So thirty-two damage on the boar, sixteen on her. Woo-hoo. Jeez. Ooh. All right. Thirty-two that, points of damage on the boar. He has no idea where that came from. Not for mm. that crispy boar. <laughs> Yummy. Mm. Uh, and with my last action, I think I will. I'll just close distance a little bit. I'm going to move right up. Right up uh, around the little edge of the dock. Um, okay. It's a little, little closer to the boar and to Grimshaw. All right. Yeah, there's a big clump right now. In the center of the dock, right next to the boat, boat ramp, there is, going from north to south, 
Benson, Grimshaw, a dead boar, and a live boar, Vamir, Kezra, and then the sneak. <laughs> <laughs> All within five feet of each other. <laughs> All right. Get cozy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get cozy, everybody. Um, All right, it is Bull Butcher's turn. Okay. Uh, Wait. This guy. No, I feel like he just went. <laughs> no, he shouted as a free action. <laughs> to get it. Uh, so he is going to. <sighs> See, that was a sick jump. I won't attack you guys anymore. <laughs> Mad respect, dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is going to stand up on top of the crow's nest, so he's going to sort of grab the edge. And then he pulls his arm down and sort of channels some magic. And um, it looks like he's a little bit faster than usual. Uh, I was really scared of a fireball right here, not going to lie. Oh, man. No, he doesn't have that, but uh, I'll tell you, he did cast haste on himself. Yeah, uh, it's, still, it's still really bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's already uh, a fast, fast creature. So. Yes, so he, he already has just... movement, so... <laughs> I was just worried that he could dimension door on demand. Mm. Like at will, yeah, yeah, yeah at will. Uh, alrighty, so let me go ahead. Jake's and like, ah, oh, he can. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> let me get quickened onto him, and then it'll become the sneak's turn. Uh, so the sneak, without a weapon, still, mind you, uh, she is gonna just continue running. There's a huge uh, wall of beef in front of her, by the way. Uh, I know, I know. That's why she's going to try to run past you guys. Um, uh, no one has attack opportunity. I, I think I'm. Think I'm. I know. Hey, the boar might. <laughs> you never know. That's true. All uh, right, so she's a let's see, 25. So she can get. Let's see. She can get there. Oh wait, hold on. I gotta. Uh, she can get there. And then she can get up to, she can get up to the center of the ship. And pull her. There we are. Oh, uh, man. So she runs up and she gets to the center of the ship and she starts looking around at the other. Uh, there's a, there's a few more mercenary sailors on on the ship. It's just those two were the only ones that grabbed their weapons. And so she looks at the other ones and she's like, "Give me a scimitar!" And one of them throws a scimitar at her. <laughs> she, uh, are you there... trained to use the scimitar? <laughs> yes, give me the scimitar. Uh, so she and then she used her last action to pick up said scimitar. Uh, so that is her turn. Uh, it is the blood boar's turn. Uh, blood boar sees a m- bit of an easier target with Vamir. Uh, is Vamir within reach of this blood boar, Mark? I think so. Okay, I can't remember, but he probably is. That's fair. Uh, all right, so he doesn't think he can shove this thing, so he's just going to try to gore out with his jaws. You could try and shove it. <laughs> I, I could. <laughs> Shoving a flying creature is funny, though. Um, so, uh, natural 20. Oh. Yeah, that, well, that obviously hits. That'll hit. Um, Let me get his card. <laughs> uh, no, it's not named. I don't know if we I don't know if we, if we had that rule we or just, not. No, we always no, do. No, we don't. Okay, it's just... Right. All right. Uh, tongue piercing. The target must succeed a DC flat five flat check to cast spells with the verbal component until healed. Oh, right. wow! I, I've never okay, seen Vamir more nerfed. <laughs> yeah, Vamir, man, he was just about to cast that fireball. Uh, thank goodness. Well, I re- he, there's more really saved himself. 
Uh, all right, the so real, critical the damage. Is that this tusk went through Vamir's tongue, which probably hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, it probably has like a power word kill somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. Critical damage, however, is going to be 34 points of piercing oh. damage. Yeah, was, uh, that hurt. That hurt really bad. Uh, then he's going to do another jaw attack. Uh, 19 to hit. Uh, that's a miss. Miss. And the last attack, nothing agile here, 17. Miss on the last one. So. That's a miss. So, uh, yeah, he takes a healthy hit. That was a, that was a healthy hit. Uh, the other mercenary sailor, so this is the one that she's on the north, so she's the one that's sort of closest to you, Elkwood, but she's still, like, on top of the, um... Uh, she's still on top of the ship. Uh, so she is going to walk to the bow of the ship, on to the very front, take out a torch, and light it. And that is all she's going to do. That sounds like a signal. Yo, they're gonna they're gonna set the the boats that have black powder and on fire. Yeah, all these boats have yeah, fire on them. Uh, Grimshaw, it is your turn. All right, Grimshaw. I think I want to try to make quick work of this boar in front of me, so I'm gonna use my first action to strike out. All right, and probably miss with a twenty-three. Uh, I'm flanking. I'm flanking. Uh, it would have been a hit, uh, hit anyway, so you're good. Yay! I love playing a champion. <laughs> I'm the champion of the world. <laughs> wow, that is... The ego's getting a little higher over there, Timmy. <laughs> hey, man. this Playing a champion is special. It, it, do, it does feel like that. I'll give you that. Uh, 13 points of damage. All right. Uh, is this Boris really still alive? Yep, sure is. It's still alive. <laughs> it's still we alive. didn't do much damage to it. <laughs> That's true, I forgot. We, we wrecked the other one. So I'm going to strike out again. Ooh. Another 24. So that's another hit. Another hit? Wow. Give me some more wow. damage. Please. I'm I'm just wait. Max damage. I'm feeling max damage. You feeling on the tip it? of my fingers. Feeling the max? Or maybe almost, not quite minimum, <laughs> 12 <laughs> points of damage. So, nearly the opposite of what you've said before. Yeah. Okay, all right. And it's oh, still God. up, yeah, It's still right? up, yeah. Ah, if you remember, these things, these things have ferocity, too, so... Uh, you know what? One more strike. All because right. I, I'm pulling a Benson. I'm, I'm feeling a little frisky. Let's just swing for the fences. Being <laughs> <laughs> Benson, feel a little frisky today. It's combat. Uh, I miss with a 14. Oh. Alrighty. That's my turn. Uh, that's your turn. Uh, Benson, the bacon is still alive. But there is a demon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know leave how the, much. I... Leave the boar to me. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Benson's gonna whole ass just charge up. Okay. Uh, is this barricaded? Uh, no, no, no. The, the the ramp to the ship is not barricaded. Okay. Then I run up. All right. What do I see? Uh, as you get to the top, uh, you can you can you can take another step forward, and, and then you'll be able to see inside the ship. There you go. So Ooh, you can now wow. you can now see the top deck. Um, so you can see that the there's the mercenary sailor that all the way to the north at the the mm-hmm. tip of the ship that has the lit torch. You can see the one that was readying an action for you, assuming you come up uh, close enough for you to hit her <laughs> for her to hit you. Uh, and you then you what? see the scarlet triad sneak about twenty feet to the east of you, 
next to the first mast that uh, she now has a scimitar that she didn't have before. Um, Benson will look to the sneak and just be like, you're not worth my time. Get off the ship. And he will step up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So the Merc Sailor will will use, will, uh, use her ready to action to swing at you with the scimitar. Can I use that as an imitate intimidation roll? Uh, I... Sure. You'd have to spend an action, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nope. Then no. Yeah. Damn it, Timmy. I was going <laughs> to let him do the intimidation and then be like... <laughs> uh, the, oh, you, wait, you used an action. Uh, all right, so she, she's going to get her attack off first because she readied. Uh, scimitar, 32 to hit. That exactly hits. That exactly hits. Uh, there's going to be 12 points of slashing damage. That is going to be... Or is it more than that? Because she also deals an extra five points of precision damage. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> uh, Benson's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I really did not think she was going to hit me there. But that's why I get being cocky. Where are they? There it is. All right, so now you're swinging at her. Yes, I am. All righty. 33. Mm. Uh, that is a critical hit, my friend. Oh, yes. shit. <laughs> Takes uh, a little blood. Benson goes, how cute, and just drops the fucking cleaver on her. <laughs> All right. 32 points of damage. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> All right. Uh, can I use that as an intimidation roll? <laughs> Please? No, there, there are plenty of things that you can do. Uh, there are plenty of feats for the for that kind of thing. But Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. I, I remember it was... Uh, was that like Kerrigan Strike or something like that? Yeah, something but, like that. In first edition, I remember there was like a Gorgon Smash or whatever. That oh, like, yeah. that was it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Corningan Smash or something like that. Gorgon Smash. Mm, Gorgon yeah, Smash. Yeah. Uh, all right, is that the end of your turn? Yes, I can't do anything else. Okay. All righty. Uh, that case, it comes to Oakwood. You are okay. on the dock, uh, about twenty feet from the side of the ship. Right. So how high? So I pretty much wouldn't be able to see the torchbearer. Uh, you can see her. I'll say that if you if you want to make an attack on her, it would it would be cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, you you, you can't see her. I mean, the 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 railing of a ship isn't like five feet high. It's only like two two or three. True, but. He also kind of like due to the link he has with his animal companion felt that Vamir got freaking chunked really yes. badly. Yeah. So he kind of just turns and glares and gives the changes his hunt prey because he's going to anyway. Okay. To the boar. Yep. Vamir is going to strike immediately mm. in mm-hmm. retribution. Uh okay. Seventeen on die for a what was that a thirty one to hit, I think? Uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Plus 14. So yeah, 31 to hit. 31, because it is flanking. That Oh, well wait, is it... Oh yeah, 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 it will be, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, because Vamir is flanking with Grimshaw, that is a critical hit. Heck yeah. Uh, Let's go. go. I'm just going dice rollers, because I'm like, uh, that's, a, that's a lot. <laughs> too, 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 too many dice, so many dice. So many dice. Yeah. Hey Jake, instead of rolling 2d8, can I roll 16d1s? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, like... 
Okay, so a six, a seven, and an eight. That is 48 oh. points of damage. Oh! <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, well, it uh, enabled, it, it enacts ferocity immediately. It did not go down. Oh. Pizza. Come on. <laughs> uh, then he strikes again. <sighs> come on, from here. Come on. <sighs> uh, 22 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Yes! And... Boom and, goes uh, to dynamite. Yep, and for the fourteen points of damage. And the blood bore falls as you practice ferocity and then hit him again for dead. He just uh, spears him right through the, like his beak goes right through its skull, crunches right in his skull. I feel like this isn't the first time this has happened with Vermeer and Grimshaw fighting the same target. So like Grimshaw just like. You know, Vermeer has given him a nod already, and he was kind of taken aback. <laughs> That's a bird. Yeah. Um, but, like, now he gets it, and he gives Vermeer a nod. <laughs> Vermeer tries to speak, but can't because his tongue is pierced. Aww. You will never know. <laughs> um, so, from that, Elk is going to use a second action to hunt prey on this one here. Uh, the Merc Sailor with the torch now? Yeah. All right. And then roll to hit with his longbow because he should be out of range. Uh, yes, so it's 10 feet up and then what's the distance on this here? Um, uh, that 30. is... Yeah, so it'd be about 40 feet, so I think, I think you're fine. See, I love it because I just rolled a 6. Um, and the longbow is... Uh, what was the attack bonus on this thing? It's uh, plus 19. Yeah. Mm. So, so that's still hit. 25. 25, even with her cover that it still hits, so yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I wasn't too terribly worried about these sailors. And they might uh, hit hard, I don't know, but their AC is kind of shit. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, so that is damage. Oh my god. Uh, 26 points of damage. Ow. That is boxcars on the um, electricity and fire. Dude. Nice. A 4, a 3, and a 6 on Sheesh. the other damage. Goodness gracious. All right. Uh, and that is his turn. That is his turn. All right. He is pissed and freaked out and scared of this demon. <laughs> uh, all right. So the uh, mercenary sailor that is squaring up against Benson at the top or at the uh, on the, the top of the ramp, uh, she is going to strike out with her scimitar. Um so scimitars are some of my favorite weapons. Did I ever tell you that? Scimitars and They're pretty cool. Uh, I, think I remember you talking about that. Yeah, hmm. I, I made a whole build that like that was based around like forceful and sweep and shit. It was, it was oh, good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, natural twenty. <laughs> yep, I think that'll hit. All righty. She was just like, I get crit. No, you get crit. No, you get. Crit. <laughs> all right. Carrying strike, gain a plus two circumstance bonus to AC until the end of your next turn. Sweet. I can live I'll with that. Okay. I can live with that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, she might live with that if she if she can parry our attacks. Uh, critical damage, however, is going to be twenty six points of slashing damage. Ouchie. But wait, an additional. Uh, you double precision. You, you double it. Uh, so 20 precision damage. <gasps> God so damn. I just got hit with for 40 points of damage. Yes. Whoa. Okay. Yikes. That was not nice. Uh, okay then. Uh, yeah, see, she has an ability that, um, well, I, I guess, 
You guys are gonna be doing knowledges. She's got something called. Sh I, I, I just love this ability. I'll tell you about it. Shipboard savvy. <laughs> Sailors melee strikes deal a certain amount of precision damage if both the sailor and the target are on the watercraft. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. It's that's literally cool. just literally just an extra little two d six just sprinkled on top. If, if I if love that, that's such a niche thing. It's such a niche one. Yeah, quick push her in the water. That's also why I had her run off the ship, and I was like, "Wait a minute, never mind. I forgot about that." Right, put, right, right. Put her back on. Yeah, <laughs> right. get back on that ship. Get back on the ship. She's uh, like, "Damn, I only lost because I left the ship." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so second attack with the scimitar, uh, twenty-three, and sweep on the last one, twenty-two. Um, so total whiffs on the last ones there. Uh, then it comes to Kezra. Alright, uh, before I do my turn, just a point of order for uh, all of our sailor listeners out there and Jake's miscalculation. The, What's that? The, the uh, general rule of thumb for sail, uh -huh. uh, for masts on sailing ships are that the Mast should be 1.25 or 1.35 uh, times the length of the boat. And considering okay. this boat's almost 100 feet long, the mast would actually be about 125 feet tall, at least. So, well, damn. A 30-foot drop was generous for Elkwood. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fine. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I, so well, you're saying the crow's well, thank, thank nest goodness is we like spent 120 feet? Yeah, the crow's, <laughs> the, you know what? the crow's nest would probably be at about like at least 70 to 100 feet up there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so. Well, uh, well you know. How much damage uh, would you have taken, Elk? Like, what? at what point does it start getting dangerous? Uh, 50 feet is negated, so. Oh, you're mm. fine. Yeah. I wasn't trying to get Elk more damage. I was just like, I wonder how if 30 feet is really accurate. That just sounds. Mm, I, I, I honestly just said 30 feet. No, I, 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 I honestly just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. I honestly just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Here first, Jake. I really went with really shit. cool. I really went with really cool. Um. I thought it was very squatty. Like, right, so Maryland, I don't know boats. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anywho, uh, Kesra will a uh, bunch of steam and shit will fly out from his ass, and he'll fly 15 feet in the air, <laughs> and he will launch his <laughs> ass onto the boat. You picked a direction, and you're stuck with it. And he will launch his ass onto the boat and smash right Woo! in front of that uh, that sneak that ran to get a scimitar, <laughs> and I'll explode yeah, okay. and a bunch of fire and. Splinters sits them on a boat and not the ground, and you will roll a reflex yep. save as I blazing dived. Alrighty, yes. <laughs> blazing dive on. I love that spell. There is there is not an instance that that that, that spell is not the coolest thing to ever happen. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Every single time it's good. <laughs> is this boat gonna catch on fire? Like this is why Benson never has to worry about running into a fight because he's got the cavalry behind him. <laughs> he just has someone that jumps from the freaking air and explodes in the fire. Uh, all right, great. so uh, reflex save, you say. Uh, that is going to be... Do, do, do. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> because oh. Insta death, maybe? Of, of course this of course this girl this this woman as he comes down he just stabs her with a rapier <laughs> you dropped this so I, I, I actually did fly through the air holding the rapier out like like Superman yes. except with the sword yes and uh yes so you will take 40 points of bludgeoning and fire damage oh my god oh my god alright is she still, still up 
Was still up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Uh, she only ran because she didn't have a weapon. <laughs> uh, and with my last action, uh, shit, I'll, I'll attack her. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Cinder Claw Gauntlet. Uh, twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, yep that that'll be a hit, buddy. That will be uh ten points of damage. All right, she Man, is regretting all of her life choices as she is uh. Not doing good on, on HP now. <laughs> I will go home and rethink my life. <laughs> I will go home and rethink my life. <laughs> All right. Um, after Kezra, it comes to Bull Butcher. Um, so, he is going to get this. He's going to Dimension Door at will. Oh, what? Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> No he is a high-level demon. <laughs> Come on. Uh, and so he is going to Dimension Door directly next to Kezra. Yep. Oh, no. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, he literally blazing dived onto the ship and was just like, ah, the magic user. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our battle shall be legendary. It was a trick. Uh, so... <laughs> so uh, I wanted you to kill me. <laughs> Jokes on you! I wanted death. See, see, I also like that he's not even trying to flank. He's just like, nah, yeah. fuck this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're worthless. <laughs> so what he is going to do is he is going to let's see. He's going to appear down next to you, and then he's going to swipe out twice. So can I get the feet that lets me dimension door at will? <laughs> yeah, you just gotta become a demon. Yeah, you just gotta, that's, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, I, in advance, I'm sorry about Jake editing that episode, because I definitely blew the fuck out of that. That's fine. appropriate. As he appears next to you, he, he puts his hand up to strike you, and then he sees the power and the blue scales on you, and he says... No, give yourself to me. I need you to make make a will save. No, 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 no. no. Insert the Toy Story bit. The no, 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 no. Twenty. You're kidding. Come on, Kelly. Do you have a hero point? Come on, man. Uh, I do. It's probably that a bad roll. That's terrible. That's it's not. That's a enough. terrible roll. Yeah, There's no way that's good enough. It's a natural five, and that, and that okay. was a natural three for a seventeen. Oh my gosh, that's not good. Wait, so with the hero point, do you have to take the, the second yes. result? Yes, you have to take the second. That is a critical failure. Mm-hmm. You're freaking kidding me. That ain't good. This is very fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. You're gonna be so mad, Kill. The first one was not a critical failure. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> Kelly. This dice away. You, which you, dice you're using? You peer which dice you're using? <laughs> no, Kelly. Tell me which dice you're using. The dice away dice. Oh, oh well. dice away! How dare well, you? Don't dice away! Put me in a timeout for all your wonderful <sighs> storytelling needs. Um, 
Oh my gosh. So, you are enfeebled too for 24 hours, but you are also under the effects of Dominate. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Kezra oh hears, him, hears him over his shoulder just appear. And he just turns, and his arms just drop to his side. Ugh. And he just is completely entranced by him. And... Ugh. Benson's the only one who can see this. And Benson, you immediately see Kezra with a look on his face you've never seen. Of just... Mm. Just blankness. Subservience. You see a looking Kezra you've never seen before, and that is, as you said, complete subservience. Damn. I'll see you guys next time. I, I'm <laughs> so mad. Fucking Jake. Come on. Benson now has an excuse. Yeah, I do have an excuse to kill him. <sighs> <I know. laughs>